Welcome. We are so glad you have joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. I want to talk about a very important topic to me personally as a believer. I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. I read from John chapter 16, verse 7, King James Version. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Now the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Blessed Trinity. We have the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. He is equal to the Father and is equal to the Son. He is no less. He is not the messenger of the Godhead. He is equal to the Father, to the Son, and to the Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit, he is to us today what Jesus was to his disciples. When Jesus walked the face of this earth, the disciples saw him. They asked him questions. He taught them how to pray. He ministered to them. And when he left, Jesus couldn't be in more than one place at a time. But the Holy Spirit has come to be with you, to be with me. Amen. To walk with us the same way Jesus walked with the disciples. Being with them every day. Amen. So the Holy Spirit is with me today and he can be with you this same moment. He can be ministering to me now. At the very same moment he'll be ministering in India. There is no limit to what he can do. Amen. The Holy Spirit is vitally important in the life of a believer. And if we must enjoy his ministry, we need to learn how to relate with him. Amen. Now the question is, you may ask, how do I relate with the Holy Spirit? How do I know him in person? In 2001, I was, about, I was in grade 10, and then I had this friend. His family just relocated from America to Nigeria, but we're classmates. And he talked so much about the Holy Spirit. He would tell me how the Holy Spirit taught him the Word of God, how the Holy Spirit would minister to him. I was just amazed. I was just in grade 10. And he would share scriptures to me and explain the Word of God. And I asked him, how did you come to understand these things? And he would tell me the Holy Spirit. And I asked him, how do I get to know this Holy Spirit? At that time, I was already born again, but I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit. I didn't know him. And he told me, just desire him. Just thirst for him. And that was what he told me. We're pretty young then. And I started desiring the Holy Spirit. I would desire him. I would ask, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I had an encounter. I was in a boarding house, and um, we lived in hostels where we had double bunks. You have one bunk and then the lower bunk. I was sleeping on the upper bunk. About 3 a.m. that morning, I heard a voice. All I heard was, hello. That was the most beautiful voice I've ever heard. That was the first time the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Immediately I woke up that morning, I looked around. Every other person was sleeping. I knew that was the Holy Spirit. 
And in that year, I got filled with the Holy Spirit at a Christian meeting. And my life has never been the same. Amen. So we've got to desire the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in John's, the book of John chapter 7, verse 37, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. But this spake he of the spirits, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So even Jesus talked about the coming of the Holy Spirit, that those of us who believe in him would receive. But then you have to thirst for him. Amen. Secondly, you've got to recognize his personality. Now, the Holy Spirit is a person. He is very gentle. He does not impose himself on anybody. Very gentle, very calm. And as a person, he can be grieved. He has emotions. He can be happy. He can love. He can receive love. He can give love. He can laugh. He can sing. Amen. The Bible says in Ephesians 4 verse 30, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. So if he can be grieved, he can be happy, he can love, he can receive love. Amen. So as a person, you can talk to the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can say things like, good morning, Holy Spirit. You can say, I love you, Holy Spirit. Amen. What you're doing, you're building your relationship with him. The same way we tell people we, we love, I love you. The same way we have friends and spouses and we relate with them, we can relate with the Holy Spirit that way. Amen. Thirdly, we've got to recognize his presence with positive words of affirmation. You can say things like, I recognize your presence and your ministry in my life. Sometimes you get a revelation in your spirit, or sometimes you just feel like you should go in this direction. It is the Holy Spirit. Amen. And as you begin to recognize his ministry, he will begin to reveal himself more and more to you. Amen. Sometimes you're in church and a song just comes and it hits you in your heart. You feel like you're beginning to have palpitations. That is the Holy Spirit. You've got to recognize him. Amen. Say, I recognize you, Holy Spirit. And when you begin to do that, you begin to build intimacy with him. He is real. He is so real. He's a person. He's a personality. Amen. You can honor him in worship. You can sing songs to the Holy Spirit. You can say things like, dear Holy Spirit, I honor you. Dear Holy Spirit, I worship you. I say, the more we talk about the Holy Spirit, and the more we say those words, the more we get deeper into that water. That new wine we're singing about begins to flow from the inside of us. It begins to pour out. Amen. As we build that relationship, then we begin to enjoy his ministry. The first part of his ministry that we will begin to enjoy is his teaching ministry. He is the author of the scriptures. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 verse 16, 
all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. No one knows the Bible like the Holy Spirit. So if you ask him, he will begin to teach you. Amen. You see, on the 28th of, of um, August, just last month, I had an experience. I was reading my Bible and I read a portion of scripture. Matthew 5 verse 20. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. And when I thought about the scripture, I thought about it that the, the Pharisees and the scribes in Jesus' day, they, were, um, they kept the law to the letter. They kept the law of Moses. And here is Jesus saying that except your righteousness shall exceed theirs, you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. So what are you saying, dear Lord Jesus? These guys are perfect with the law. So how am I ever going to beat that? And the Holy Spirit spoke to me that Jesus was communicating a message to them. Because the righteousness they had was the righteousness that came by observing the law. The greater righteousness that was going to come was the one speaking to them. And the Bible says that Jesus has become our righteousness. And that righteousness comes by faith. So Jesus was speaking to them. That me speaking to you now, I am the one that is going to give you that righteousness, which is going to exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees. And that righteousness is not going to come by observance of the law, but by faith in me. It is only the Holy Spirit that can teach you the word of God. The second point, he is our guide. John 16 verse 13, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Now, I wanted to know what truth meant, so I did a little bit of a search, and I searched um, the new Strong's Expanded Exhaustive Concordance of the Bible, and it defines truth as the reality lying at the basis of an appearance the manifested, veritable essence of a matter. Brothers and sisters, it is the Holy Spirit that can guide us into the reality concerning our health, our finances, our relationships, our career, our ministry. He can guide us into making minor and major decisions in life with razor-sharp accuracy. Every time, all the time. Amen. Have you ever had to make an important decision in your life, invite the Holy Spirit. In 2006, I was a first-year medical student. At the time, I was really sick in the face of God because I had two Christian organizations that wanted me to come and serve with them. Both of them were good, but I wanted to know God's perfect will for my life. I wanted to know where he wanted me to be at that time. I can remember that night, I was praying in an open field. It was, it was heavy in my heart because I really wanted to know. And as I prayed that night, I prayed fervently, and a scripture came to my mind. Romans 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. Immediately that scripture came to my spirit. I knew with clarity in which of the two organizations the Lord wanted me to serve. And you see, that one decision has defined the trajectory of the whole course of my life. That one night decision of listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
He can guide us into precision, accuracy in every area of our lives. Anytime, every time, 100% of the time. Praise the Lord. The third point, his gifts. Now, as we begin to cultivate our relationship with the Holy Spirit, we begin to operate in his gifts. The gifts of the Holy Spirit, they are there for us to operate in. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 to 11. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but all these work it, the one and the self-same spirits, dividing to every man severally as he will. Amen. Tonight, the Holy Spirit wants to meet with you. He wants to distribute his gifts. Amen. Tonight, I want to echo the words of the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 4 to 5. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Amen. Tonight is going to be the demonstration of the spirit and the power of God. Amen. And if you have not received the Holy Spirit, today you can receive him by the laying on of hands. The Bible says in Acts chapter 19 verse 2, he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake in tongues and prophesied. Amen. Tonight the Lord wants to fill us with his Spirit. The Lord wants to fill us with his gifts. The Holy Spirit is here tonight. In summary, the Holy Spirit is a person. That's the first point I want you to note. You can relate with him. You can recognize his presence. You can talk to him. You can sing to him. You can express your love to him. You can honor him. And then you can receive the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands. The Holy Spirit can teach you and guide you in decision making in life. You can receive and operate in the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you can put up my slides for me. Just in summary, I want you to know that tonight. And as I invite the worship team to come, as we're going to take that song a couple of times, the power of God is going to be released here tonight. For some of you, you may feel a burning sensation in your heart. For some of you, you may feel tremors in your hands. For some of you, you may feel churning in your tummy. You may feel quavering of your lips. For some of you, you may not feel any sensation at all. But I want you to open up your heart and just receive from the Holy Spirit tonight. 
If you need healing in your body tonight, I want you to step forward. If you need to receive the Holy Spirit tonight, with evidence of speaking in tongues, I want you to come forward. As we sing that song tonight, where there is new wine, there is new power. We're going to see the anointing of God's Spirit. Search through this room. We're going to see the power of the Holy Spirit touching our lives. We're going to see the anointing of, of the Lord blessing our spirit. There is going to be demonstration of the Spirit of God. There will be the exhibition of his anointing. There will be prophecy, gifts of healings tonight. There will be words of knowledge tonight, words of wisdom tonight. Just open your heart and receive. Open your heart and receive. Can we rise to our feet tonight? As we sing that song, where there is new wine, there is new power. I want you to know that the power of the Holy Ghost is here tonight. I want you to know the power of the Holy Spirit is here tonight. I want you to open your heart and receive. Yes, where there is new wine. Thank you for joining us. Bayside Christian Church Community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, Check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or on our social media pages at Bayside Christian Church.